Hello and welcome. Thank you for downloading this week's Sermon and Prayers of Intercession from the English Reformed Church Amsterdam. We hope you will enjoy what you are about to hear and that you will be blessed. So good morning to you all. First question, I don't know which kind of challenges you had, but maybe you had a challenge on Black Friday. Who, who did go to Black Friday and shop a lot around? I don't know. Who did? No one? Great. Oh, just two. I don't know. It could be. It could be a challenge to buy such things. In, in, in. But good. There are a lot of challenges. And with Black Friday behind... Us now it's time to turn our attention to Christmas. It's a little bit odd to say that, but although so may have started after Halloween, usually there's a noticeable change in the city. Soon lights will popping up all over the music will to change, and we'll start to hear the familiar Christmas song like All I Want for Christmas is You. Every time, over and over and over. So, so break out your decorations. Christmas tree and lights are starting decorating to get into the Christmas spirit. People do this to create an atmosphere and build anticipation. While these are good, they are nowhere near enough. That's why I'd like to try the Advent Challenge today with you. Similar to the Ice Bucket Challenge or the Cinnamon Challenge you may have seen on YouTube, I don't know. But what exactly is the Advent Challenge? Before we get, can get into that, let's talk a little bit about Advent. Lance told already to the children that this first Sunday of Advent... Advent, Adventus, means coming or arrival. And it's a season of the church here that is focused on waiting and preparing for the coming of Christ. In one sense, we are waiting and preparing to celebrate the birth of Jesus at Christmas. But the Sunday scripture readings also emphasize the fact that we are waiting and preparing for the kingdom of God. We are waiting for the kingdom to arrive and to transform our world into a place where God rules, where peace and justice flourish, where there is no more poverty. War or despair. Isaiah's vision shows the words of God are taking back to their nations. The nations have fought to Mount Zion. They have heard of his ways. And they return to their lands and they walk in his ways. A fruit of this walking we see with Isaiah a time of massive disarmament. Weapons turned into tools used for cutting away newly formed leaves 
and shoots from grapevines, disarmament, but also everlasting peace. Nations will not take up swords against nations, the end of war. When we read the story, you can feel the power of this vision of Isaiah. For the Jew people, the Jewish people, who were constantly under pressure from other nations, a promise of peace and no more war, that's a tremendous passage of hope. And I must think also, <clears throat> today, maybe I must think also about our family in Hong Kong. Maybe you see the situation in Hong Kong, how it is at this moment. <clears throat> it is really messy over there. And they are fighting for their freedom, freedom, freedom of speech, freedom of believing. And I also must think about Christians in countries where they are not allowed to believe because there is no freedom of religion. One of my teenagers says this weekend to me, Alexander, the world is going crazy, isn't it? I'm scared. I'm scared about Donald Trump. I'm scared about Putin. I'm scared about China. I'm scared about everything. I'm scared about... When does it end? When does it stop? As I think, as I has hope for the future in which God's kingdom comes, and we also... Read it in Matthew. People come to worship God. They come to learn God's teaching. They come to commit their lives to walking God's paths. Instruction and God's very words go out to all people. And the response is amazing. People's lives are transformed. Totally transformed. Relationships are reconciled. The many people respond to God's call, allow God to get involved in their lives and in their relationships. God judges between nations and arbitrates for many peoples. And the result is that they beat their swords into plug shares and their spares into prawning hooks. War and hatred and jealousy and quarreling are transformed into peace and justice and practical things like growing and harvesting food. But as Isaiah and Matthew challenge us also today, also now on Advent, and it should not be a passive waiting, no, but an active waiting. As friends of us, one friend of us is pregnant and prepared to celebrate their first little child. And they're not waiting. No, they are preparing. They're preparing for the coming of this child. We know waiting for a child is not passive. It involves preparation, exercise, nutrition, age, care, prayer, work. Isaiah Matthew invites us 
to be pregnant with hope. Isaiah teams of actually watching or seeing in Jesus' own teaching. We hear his words, so you all must be ready. Are you ready? Because the Son of Man will come at an hour when you do not, do not expect him. It's like a thief in the night, my granny said. You never know. But also in his teaching, you see the themes of Isaiah vision reflected. Instructions goes out from the Lord from a mountain on a mountain. Jesus taught his disciples and crowds in the Sermon on the Mount. And in that instruction, he encouraged his disciples to recognize God's heart for his world. You are the salt of the earth. <clears throat> light of the world. And he told them to be heirs of the world and doors. Everyone who hears these words of mine and put them in a, into practice is like a wise man who built his house on a rock. As they hear the instruction, they think we want to follow this part. And in that sermon, Jesus reminded them of how the vision of the Forty Kingdom includes peacemaking. Blessed are the peacemakers. <clears throat> but, we, but, but, but what are we doing? We people, we're fighting. We are chit-chatting about other people. That's not encouraging. That's not peacemaking. I think that's not what the Lord wants to do with us, that we do. So blessed are the peacemakers, for they will call the children of God and tell this wonderful gospel of Jesus Christ, who is our peacemaker. So this brings me to the Advent challenge. The Advent challenge is to do one peaceful act at a day during the Advent season up to Christmas. I hope also afterwards. But my hope is that if we sincerely seek to just one good thing a day, I hope more, over the course of 25 days, it may develop into a habit. And that habit can become our character. So may God bless you during this Advent season. Amen. Let us pray. Our God and Lord, you are the living one. You have spoken to your people in ancient times by sending them prophets like Isaiah. You have told them, you will reign the whole world. You will judge and teach that peace and reconciliation will not be a vision anymore but reality. And you are the living one today. Lord, listen to our prayer, a humble way to express our desire and expectations that you reign today. We are praying for all 
who are troubled by the fast changes in our world today, whether there are uncertainties or anxieties in families, at work, or we are concerned about our natural environment or politics. Let us experience that you are coming to establish your house, that you are teaching us and the world justice and peace. We pray for those which are troubled by conflicts and division within a family or among friends. Send your prophets. Help us to be your messengers who initiate and provide reconciliation and comfort. Lord, and we are praying for ourselves. We are troubled because we are hearing the words of your prophets that you are the good ruler of this world, and yet we fail to trust in you. Help us. Let us experience that you are the mighty ruler. You are our teacher. You are the one who equips us to turn swords into plowshares and spares into pruning hooks. Come, O oh Lord, rule the world that all nations are rejoicing in worshiping you. All this we pray in the name of Jesus, Lord of this world and the nations. Amen.